Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Starseed Transmissions. I'm so excited to bring you this episode because I think it is one that you will really love. This is our first episode with a guest. Our guest today is Riley June. I have spoken about her before on the podcast. If you listen to the first episode where I speak about um, my story, my healing, my mission to exit the matrix, uh, the trauma in my life that just shook me, that broke apart all current belief systems and required me to form new ones. Um, I speak about Riley because after losing my partner to suicide, I had spent a year of deep healing work on myself. Um, Okay, maybe not a full year of healing because I've spoke about it in that podcast, but I spent a lot of time in the darkness, a lot of time self-sabotaging, a lot of time self-suffering. But I had had done enough healing work where I booked a session with Riley um, as a psychic medium to connect with Brady, which is my partner. And I blindly booked a session on her website. I did not speak with her beforehand. Um, I was not familiar with her work at all. I was recommended, um, I was, I was recommended to Riley and her services. And so I didn't, um, include any information about what the purpose of the reading was or the intention behind it and her ability to connect with my partner and transmit those messages, her ability to act as just a clear channel for Brady to come through and speak to me and for me to receive information that really cracked me open and activated healing within me and like new levels of consciousness. It was absolutely life-changing. My experience with Riley was without a doubt, one of the catalysts that that really changed my life because after booking the session blindly with Riley and having the experience that felt so alive to me, I mean, after that reading the next day, I felt like mourning, like mourning all over again. It had been a year since Brady had passed away, but it was, it was a mourning because in that reading, it felt so alive. It felt so present. Like his energy was so active there, like speaking to me, like I could feel it. And this is a reading through Zoom. This is a Zoom call. So I, at this point, (laughs) I had booked a session with a psychic medium who lived in another country. She's from Canada. And I was able to, she was able to be a divine channel to transmit messages from the spirit realm to me, like help me connect with my loved one and really opened me up, cracked me open because after this experience, I, you know, went through my deep mourning because I was like, he was just here. I felt like he was just here. And now, you know, I'm back to silence, radio silence. But this experience got me thinking if this woman, this random woman, which now I know Riley on a deeper level, I've worked with her in um, another one of her courses. I've been following her for now years. But at this point, I'm like, this random woman was able to connect to Brady and speak these messages like so clearly, so divinely. I know I I can do that too. And Riley was such a mirror to me because her story of accessing her intuition and building on it 
looked a lot like mine. You know, one of her first connections was with, was with her aunt who had passed away. So after having that experience of this random woman connected to Brady, I know that I could. Then I, I tried it. I started out and I was able to form this connection with Brady and just continue, let it carry on. Like I was in this reading, but it was just me and him and my daily life in any or all of my experience, I could call his energy forward. I could communicate with him. I could send him messages and know that he received them. So yes, <laughs> Riley June is magic. Her, my experience with her absolutely changed my life, was a catalyst for my healing, my transformation, my expansion. Um, I have created such freedom, such bliss. I show up so authentically, so real, so vulnerable, so raw, and comfortably so because of the confidence that I receive from connecting to my intuition. I mean, all of my decisions, um, everything that I do, every part of me is guided by my intuition, by my connection to our source, by my connection to God. So it's, it's really, it's really changed my life. Like I'm, I was able to create a life that I love, like a life to my exact design, like something that, um, I used to only dream about. That's what I'm doing now. She is an intuition master coach. She has um, her own podcast, The Riley June Show. And I know this was a little bit of a long introduction, but this is Riley June. I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, welcome Riley June to the Starsea Transmissions podcast. Um, I am super excited to have you here. Our podcast is just dedicated to raising awareness through radical mindset shifts, like healing the collective through alternative narratives. And we speak so much about um, accessing your intuition and building a relationship with your intuition, all the things that can come from that. So I'm super excited to have you here as an intuition master coach. I recorded a brief inter introduction, but I think it just turned into like five minutes of me talking about how much I love you. So <laughs> I'm going to open up the floor to let you introduce yourself. And I would just love to hear about, um, yeah, your work as intuition master coach, what you're working on, what you're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I froze there for a minute. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing that I heard from you was um, you recorded the introduction and it was about five minutes and you were just explaining how much you love me and then I, I, I cut out. <laughs> yep. Now the floor is yours. I would love okay, for you to awesome. introduce yourself. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. And I just so look forward to this divine conversation that's meant to come through today. 
Um, for anyone who hasn't connected with me before, my name is Riley June. I'm an intuition master coach and spiritual activator. So basically what that means is it doesn't matter who you are and where you're at in your journey. I can have anyone sit down in front of me and teach you how to access your intuition within 90 minutes or less. And with the spiritual activating portion of it, it really is through understanding and accessing your intuition that you become more aware of your life. And that's what spirituality is all about. It's about the growth. It's about the ascension. And this wasn't a space that I always found myself dreaming and wishing and imagining I would be in. I was never the child who saw the spirits in the closet uh, to one day wake up and be like, oh, I want to be a medium. It was actually through uh, really challenging two and a half years where I lost someone very dear and close to me. And my husband went through um, two years of open heart surgeries, four of them when there was only supposed to be one. And just having these uncontrollable circumstances continuously take place on repetition in my life and on the other side of that really realizing that these stories and this experience didn't have to define who I was and where I was going moving forward and I started digging into personal development and healing and started from the beginning which was healing the relationship with my aunt with the past and that really led me to unlocking the psychic abilities and mediumship abilities within myself and it turned into this undeniable calling that other people needed to know about this it was like i couldn't believe that i had stumbled across what was literally the secret of life and i'm someone who if someone tells me something i need to share it like i can't i don't keep things in uh, i was never a good secret keeper so <laughs> um which i guess works out for everybody else's benefit um and it was just this calling to share and to help other people understand that they had so much more power than they were giving themselves credit for. And it led me to the space of coaching, of training, of teaching, of now being an intuition master coach four and a half years later and just continuously developing that journey and these trainings and all this knowledge that we get to bring to ourselves. Yeah, and I love like there's so many different levels to intuition. So it's like intuition as a tool for healing. Like you said, like healing your relationship, like healing from that grief. And then there's like intuition for connection. So like connection to God, connection to source. Like I really do view that as our built in channel. Like you said, like this secret to life, how does everybody not know about this, that God has placed literally this microphone, this almost like just straight channel where you can mm -hmm. talk to him anytime and receive any sort of clarity or information. Like, and then it goes into like intuition is a tool for co-creation because when you're, when you have that connection, you begin to utilize your energy for like a greater cultivation for a clearer direction. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love the way that you you broke that out because it's really what it is. It's, I feel like a lot of people coming into wanting to know more about their intuition think it's like this one thing. But it's the language of your soul, which means that it can't be just one thing. It can be applied in so many facets of your life, just like you are different around different people, right? The idea is to become whole and one and you wherever you are. But your intuition is going to guide you in, in all different ways in your relationships with people, with food, with the way that you articulate and communicate your emotions and your feelings, with the way that you take risks and leaps and bounds and different forward 
um, moving directions. And so many things in between that, your ability to communicate between spiritual realms, dimensions, paradoxes of your realities, self-healing, right? So it really is this multifaceted tool that when you understand yourself and you understand how you communicate with your intuition, you really truly can apply it in all other ways. Self-healing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's this beautiful technique that we were all born with. And it doesn't have to be this sit down and learn it in, you know, different things in different ways. It's when you understand your energy and you understand how you communicate with your intuition, you can apply it universally in your life. And it is the key component to our ability to access higher levels of perception and awareness and self-understanding and compassion ultimately for the things in our life that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I love how, like, I just want to stress like this is when you said like, I can teach anybody to do this in, in 90 minutes. Like I can help anybody access this in 90 minutes because like, you know, going into this work and like characterizing myself as a psychic, I literally only do that because it triggers people and it pisses people off. Like it just yes. like that's literally the only reason because I'm like anybody. And from the beginning, I would literally be like pulling cards, like just so you know, like you don't need me to do this. Like this is yeah. like I'm like literally the worst businesswoman ever because I'm like, hey, thank you so much for booking a reading with me. You don't need me though. Um, you can totally do this yourself. Like it is. Yeah, like a, a a party, like a second, a second nature, a second nature. So, I would love to hear about like what you have created with your intuition, because I talk on the podcast like about my journey and like my healing and like the space that I'm in now into like co-creating, like living on this beautiful homestead that's like family land, raising chickens, like just free abundant life, like divine partner, all from like being broken down, accessing intuition for self-healing and then like connection to God. And then now just like expanding from that space of like connection to God. So I would love for you to just like, um, like I say in the podcast, like I'm just here to speak as a mirror to show you. I would love to offer like you as a second mirror, you as another reflection. Yeah. Um, before I answer that, I just I chuckle internally because when you're like pulling cards, I'm like, you don't need me to do this, but book a reading. That was literally me the whole time, like deciding I was going to offer readings as a service. So I was like, I can do this and it can provide for me now and I can see where this can establish like a sense of authority and leadership and I can grow. But the whole time was like, I, you can go by your own deck and develop this ability to even get to the point of not even needing the deck. And even just bridging into the question that you asked, it was, for me, what I created is a lot of space to be able to really understand who I am. In my life, I always was someone who led with this sense of a rebel heart. So it was like, if you told me I needed to do something, if I didn't agree or it didn't make sense to me, the immediate answer would be no. Like, anything doesn't matter how logical it could be to you. If it wasn't logical to me, it wasn't happening. Like, the pandemic stuff. The second they're like, you have to do this, I was immediately like, no, I don't. 
what's the, the alternative, alternative route? Because, because there's, there's no way you're going to get me to like uh, comply with this experience when it makes no sense. And that was before even dug into actually making it make sense in terms of my perspective. So even going off of that, it was my intuition allowed me to create a lot of space to really understand that this rebel heart that I have is very much a part of my nature. And that it is the thing that helps me to be guided and to take leaps and risks and to learn to better communicate and articulate who I am and how I feel and what I need. We aren't often told or taught how to articulate and communicate what we need. We're just kind of expected to do it. And the more I became in tune with my intuition, allowed me to really be able to say, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need this. And there isn't anything wrong with that. Or if I'm going to move forward with this, I'm going to need this. And it really helped me to find my checks and balances in my life. And then in terms of just the things that have manifested because of that space that I've created and understanding and being able to define my own personal needs was the ability to be able to serve people on a greater scale. My teachings are global. I have um, clients that are all the way out in Kuwait, the Middle East. I have clients in the UK, in Australia, in New Zealand, the US, Canada, all over the world, Germany. And it has continuously allowed me to really find and define what leading with integrity looks like. To where through that truth that I continue to uncover and understand and pursue, I've been able to get into magazines and have magazine offers. I'm going to be in a reality series for a um, spiritual network in the next couple months. Um, I've created and manifested this beautiful multiple six-figure business that allowed me to retire my husband two years ago, right before the pandemic hit. And it's like these material things that are of desire that I wanted was because of my ability to communicate that if I'm going to do this, I need this. Or if I'm going to go this way, I need this. And that really gave me a better sense of direction. My intuition gave me a better sense of direction through communication. Because we think we all want the mansion on the hills or the house in the forest or the garden. But what we actually want is a sense of security and fulfillment. And the only way we can really get that is through self-understanding and truly communication. Everything else just is a bonus on top of it. Yeah, that's beautiful. And because like, and I've realized that too most recently because I was very like, even discontented in this place now because I'm like, Oh, like, oh, this trailer is just not in my bank account. is just not like what I want. And like, I've just been working and healing for years. And like, oh, this is all I got. But then it's like, I just sat and I'm like, no, like once I'm like, this is really what I value. Like, this is what, like that safety, like I am on my family's land. Like I'm surrounded by family. Like I'm like with a masculine figure that's like protects me, like sustains me, like, I nurture my home and now being pregnant, like getting to just like nurture my spirit, my baby every day, like do what I love every day, just working out in the yard, like tending to the chickens, like this, wait, no, I have made it. I have made it. And like this yeah. morning I did a reading for this woman who had just went on vacation and she booked a massage and her massage therapist ended up like being familiar with my work. So she referred her to me. So then she came to me through that. And I'm like, 
I just remember when I first tapped into my intuition, I'm just building this, you know, I'm a little nervous about like, what is this? How it's going to work? Like, this is a bit odd. This is a bit different. And I just remember getting that knowing of like, one day people will seek you out for the work that you do. Like, just keep focused. And like, one day people will. And like, I literally have just been sitting here recently, like literally just recently and shifting out of discontentment and be like, no, like you literally, you have made it. Like now you have made it. And I think now being in that energy of like, wow, I've, I've made it. Like I, have that this is the space that I'm going to be able to cultivate like even more in, but like effortlessly. And like going back to you, you know, saying you have like this rebel spirit, rebel heart, like I, I resonate with that. But then I was just thinking like, is it even a rebel spirit or is it just rebel because nobody else or not, I won't say nobody else, but like, we're just not taught to follow our intuition and make decisions and judgments based on that. And that's it. Like it's only like, it's only a rebel spirit because we've just been taught to like stay in the rules, like conform to what society or like everybody else tells you to do, like stay in the lines, like adopt somebody else's narrative instead of forming your own. Like, like I love that it's a rebel spirit, but I'm like, it's, it, it, it shouldn't be, you know, like I, I hope like, and like, I'm thinking about that as like moving into parenting and like what kind of mother I'm going to be and all this kind of stuff. Like, I just want to be able to like nourish my child to their fullest expression like obviously, you know, like protect, like nurture and stuff, but just be able to like nurture them to their fullest expression and just let them be human and express. And like, I even like was reading something the other day that was like, you know, like your child chose you, like even like, you don't even have to worry about being a perfect parent because like your child chose you even through all your pain and trauma and like things when you look back and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have. Cause I worry like, gosh, I don't want to parent through fear. I don't want to project this onto my kid or like this, 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 but it's like, you know, like your child chose you. So they chose those lessons. They chose to have you as a parent and experience these things to like help their soul evolve. But I don't know where I just went off with that, <laughs> that tangent, but I love it. I love it. And I do. I totally agree. It, it's not that it's that it is this rebellion. It, it, I mean, in a sense, it is because you are rebelling against the system, but it's it's freedom. It doesn't it's not a bad thing. It's not this chaotic, you know, got to stir the pot kind of energy, though you are. It's just you learning to be yourself. And in a society where we're all meant to be tamed, be quiet, sit down, shut up, look at the person in front of you and just listen, you know, a lot of people find themselves very complacent in society, whether it's they don't have the courage to leave their job or their partner or, you know, really sit down and get honest about their finances or whatever that thing is for them that they're challenged most by or multiple things. And it's because of that complacency that we've been programmed to have within us. And for me, I really realized that I've never had that. And a part of that came from my parents, right? So even talking about your child chose you beyond all space and time, well, I chose my parents because there was different aspects of them that I needed to learn and grow up with, both as programs and conditions and also as mirrors of what not to do or what to do. Both my parents are successful business owners. Um, my mom was for 11 years for a clothing company. My dad has always been for his own concrete company. And my mom now manages uh, a pharmacy store. And so I've always had this um, experience of 
seeing success. And that didn't mean that everything was always perfect or that we always had, you know, all the best of the best of things, but we were comfortable. We were fed, you know, we got extracurricular activities. We were taken care of. And it's because of their personalities and the way that they were in their life and all their perfectness that it allowed me to, you know, develop aspects that I needed. I probably wouldn't have stepped out at 26 and showed up online and said, hey, guys, it's like medium. Because I, I never, never talked, talked about, about that stuff before. And you know, about psychics, I think I went to like a TV reading once. Um, but, but I never really like, indulged in that belief system and the people around me that I was connected with didn't either. either. And so, so all of a sudden, one day, day just show up online and I spent two and, and a half years, like, like shut down, down closed off, off, like, don't talk to me kind of thing. And all of a sudden, here's Riley on Facebook, I'm me. Wait, she's a psychic medium? That's nuts. Like, what happened? You know, you know, it, it allowed, allowed me to really be able to always work my own path. I've always worked three jobs. I've always been someone who provides for myself. I moved out at 17, have my own place, um, you know, bought a house at 21. So there's, there's always been these times in my life where I've always defined my own way forward. Whereas, and I don't say this is judgment by any means, because again, we're all on our own journey, learning our own things. But, but it's, it's like, like it's, it's that, that courage and it's that, that willingness to really, or the willingness to really define who you are and your experiences. It's all of them. Is what really changes the game for how far you're willing to push your own boundaries and what you're really willing to do to understand why you're even here. I think that's, that's the biggest question that really opens up a lot of people's minds. Is the question, you know, why am I on Earth? You know, I think with that, you're like, what a weird question. Like, what do you mean, why am I on Earth? But really, really sit with yourself and ask yourself that. that. Why, why am I on Earth? Like, like what, what am I here to do? do? What, what is my purpose? Is it to just be this mom or to be this wife or to be this coworker or to be this employee or CEO or whatever? Like, like beyond those titles you carry right now, like, why are you here specifically? Because there's other life forms and there's other planets. I don't know how far everyone goes with their beliefs in this space, but you know, these things all exist. Interdimensional beings, they exist. So why you in this vessel in the life that you have? And what changes that and what uncovers more of that is really the ability to communicate what you need, your ability to understand your energy and your courage or your willingness, I should say, to really forge your own path beyond what people think or what they said you're supposed to do and just say, no, right? You're going to look like a rebel, but... At the, at the end, end of the day, day you're really, really just being, being you. you. And, and it's, it's not, not something that's necessarily, um, I don't want to say, say, like, like it's, it's welcome, but it's, it's not welcome, you know? Like, like everyone now talks about, oh, do yourself. And it's like, like but then when, when you are, you're a weirdo or crazy. Or crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> be yourself within these lines, within this box. Yes. You can do whatever you want within this box. Yeah. Don't go <laughs> out of this box, though. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and that's like the power of working with your intuition, though, is like you asking yourself, like, why am I on Earth? Nobody else can do that for you. Like, nobody else can help you get there. I was watching yeah. literally a cartoon show with my niece uh, the other day, and it just like tickled me because this little kid is like, Dad, where was I at before I was born? It's Bluey. And it's like, where was I at before I was born? And the dad was like, you're just gonna have to figure that out on your own and I just love that like this because you know like my I mean my family would have been like well you know you were with God and then God sent you here and then now you're with us and that's it you know and like 
you know, they have their own form of like set of belief systems and they yeah. were like, adopt. and this man was just, oh, this man, this cartoon, you know, this father, yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Like, yeah, nobody can do that for you. Like that's the power of like connecting their intuition. Like you, you re- really receive clarity and guidance from like the truest version of you from like your, your creator from, and then like what you step into from that space will be like so much bigger, so much more expansive, like so like different than anything that anybody else can try to tell you. Like even people with the best intentions, like like, you're the only like person that can build something big like that. And yeah, it does introduce like, and you spoke about this last time, a new level of like self-awareness, like self-responsibility. Cause I love that you said like multiple times, like for those that don't have, you know, enough courage yet or not, you know, embodying that, like, and it does take a level of courage, like in self-responsibility. And cause it's like, and especially with your intuition, when you like receive messages and like, you know, you know, you know, like, okay, now you have no choice but to act on it. Cause once you develop this like relationship with your intuition and like, like this to me, like this is truth. Like I know there's no, like, like I feel that there's no universal truth, but for me in my experience living right now, like this is my channel and this is my truth and that's all I have to live by. So like, it's truth all the time. Like I can't, like, I can't just be like, oh, I received this message of meditation. Oh, I like this. I'm going to act on this tomorrow. I receive a message. Oh, never mind. Like, I don't, I feel, yeah. scared. I feel scared about yeah. that. Or that's that, you know what? Maybe that's not like true right now. Like once you start like diving into the work, like it really is like, I don't know. I guess it becomes like easy to fully embody because you just have no choice. Like you've just been impacted so greatly by like the steps that you've taken that have only led you to more like magical experiences, more expansive, more like divine synchronicities that you're like, oh shit, like I have no idea where this is gonna lead me, but it came from my divine space, like my divine source, like this is where God's calling me, so I'm gonna go. And it does take courage, like it takes a lot of self-responsibility for sure. Yeah, I love love that you say that that because that that was, me like, like I, I had this rebel heart in the sense where I would do what felt best for me in any given moment in time, whether I knew why, whether I knew what it was leading to, why I was doing it. If it just didn't feel right in my body, I couldn't like I couldn't physically do it, and that was something that always was very intrinsic to me. So when I started to unlock my ability to communicate with my intuition, I realized that that intrinsic connection that I had that that's what it was the whole time. That I was actually really highly intuitive. So then you get into, you know, all the subconscious stories that are perpetuating this reality. Oh, this is hard. I can't communicate. I'm always struggling with money. I don't have where I want to be or have what I want. And then all the other things like, oh, this person's bad or this person hurt me or whatever it is. And you start to realize that when you access and you leave with your intuition, that those stories are actually just not true. They're either based on a wound or they're based on a lie or they're based on, you know, the pain, so the wound that you're feeling, the emotions that you're feeling of whatever memory they continuously perpetuate. And so the relationship can never heal when you access your intuition and you realize there's actually other options. And I think what was so beautiful about what you said is that there's...
a different way to look at this or maybe with more compassion I can actually try and understand or put myself in the shoes of where she's coming from and then you sit in that and you realize oh you know she had a really hard life and she doesn't do any of this spiritual work she's never looked beyond her own box and it's she's only known what she knows and then you realize that well it's not her fault and yes of course we have the responsibility to do something differently if we don't like where we are but if you don't have the awareness to even understand that you have a choice you perpetuate the same thing over and over and over again when you ask your intuition you have the opportunity to create evidence of different and for me that was the case where yes i had this ability to lead with courage to follow things that were calling me but when i started to feel you're going to go online and you're going to tell people about intuition. And I was like maybe six modules in at this point. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, where did this message come from? What is Facebook live? Oh my gosh, I can't go online. Like, that's crazy. That's weird. That's, ah, people are going to think all these ABC, XYZ things about me. And then I did it anyways. And then I kept doing it. And I realized that people were actually getting benefit from it. They're, oh, I really needed to hear that message. Or people in my family started bringing their tarot decks to dinner because all of a sudden Riley was doing lives with card readings and nobody had done this before. And it allowed me to then create the evidence that this is actually a good thing. People are opening up more. People are trusting in themselves more. People are finding themselves more. And when I started to teach it, it was like, oh my gosh, what if I fail? What if I suck? What if, you know, I get refunds? Like what is, oh my gosh. Or even with that, if I teach it, I could probably retire my husband. And it was just this ever evolving and growing opportunity for more courageous actions that inevitably led me to the confidence to be like, I can sit down with anyone in 90 minutes and help them access their intuition. And that's a no brainer now because I've done it so many thousands of times that it's like done. Where are you at? A few initial concepts or questions. And then it's like, okay, let's go. And it's not something that has to be this like extensive, oh, tap me your intuition. I need to, I don't know enough yet, or I'm not healed enough yet, or I can't access this yet. It's like, this has been in you the whole time. You get to just build on and open that awareness, create that space for yourself to sit and to listen and to apply, where then you have the ability to have the awareness. I think that a lot of people can get confused because it's like, well, how do I have more awareness about my life when I'm in it and I'm dealing with it? And it's like, then it's your responsibility to learn differently. And that was a game changer for me because I always thought that I would just, you know, hopefully this feeling was always right and it would just always work out because it did. So I trusted it. So I always led with it. But then when I applied intuition, I understood it. I understood why I understood where I was going. I could apply my own visions and goals and things that I wanted to achieve and co-create with it versus it just being this thing that was at some point would seem like forcing me in a direction that I had no idea where I was going. And I, I love that you, like, you made the connection that, like, you've always been naturally intuitive. Like, that that rebel was just your intuition, like, speaking through you. Because, like, women are so naturally intuitive. And I did want to just touch real fast on just, like, your intuition in pregnancy. Because I was in the shower the other day, and I'm like, 
literally like I feel like a, a pregnant woman, like a mom, like is literally just the most powerful force in the world. Like that's just what, that's just what I came to the conclusion that I came to in the shower, because, you know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and I'm like, Oh, what about, you know, like nuclear power, you know, like nuclear bombs. I'm like, yeah, but that's just, that's simply destruction. That's only destruction. But like a woman who is like connected to her intuition and like in pregnancy is like, embodying that creation energy so like you have you have the ability to like create within that like you have that like portal that connection to god to where you have that clarity that guidance for every single move and also like as a mother like that protective energy like okay we'll get ugly if we have to though like if it if like it comes down to it yeah. then like we are the light and the dark and like if i have to like get destructive or get dark to protect like my family or my child, like I will absolutely do that. So it's like all encompassing, like how powerful a woman is like in general, like whether you choose or your body ever will like create another life or not, like we just hold like all that energy within us, like all the energy that made like all of creation. Like it's just been, and like the, I've just been, I feel like my intuition has just been so much, even more effortless in pregnancy. Like just so much, like just a part of me, like part of my everyday life, just like coming in without me even trying. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I think what's really fascinating about what you share is that from my journey specifically, every time I've become pregnant, this being my third pregnancy, I've only grown a stronger connection, trust, and belief in my intuition, and has always guided me more and more in depth with connecting with God. And what's really fascinating about that is I, I grew up Catholic, with air quotes, so I guess you can say I went to church, but it was never something that was really like demonstrated in, in terms of like following natural principles of it. Um, and I saw a lot of the the ridicule from from what a Sunday Christian is. People who go on Sundays and then they don't actually, you know, abide by or live out the being a good person throughout the week. And I leave church with my grandmother and we walk around the corner after hugging people and oh my gosh, so nice to see you and then what's new and and then there'd be a few of them that would just be like making fun of or judging someone else. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. So it wasn't until later on in my life where I really found that deeper connection with God. It was a lot of it through my husband's experience with his heart stuff, where we were handed miracles left, right, and center that only God could perform. But then in terms of that, because even at that point, I wasn't connected to my intuition. When I did and went through that self-healing journey, it just opened up such a deeper sense of faith and surrender to there being a much bigger divine plan that we'll never know the, all the, you know, 1,500 million steps that are meant to come after this very present now. And in pregnancy specifically, my first pregnancy, that's where I really gained the confidence that I can connect with spirit. Like if I'm connecting with someone's spirit and that spirit's aligned with my energy, so that's where I feel like a lot of Indians can uh, find themselves disconnected or not understanding why certain connections are stronger than others is, is that spirit's energy actually aligned with yours because if it's not it's going to be like a human being you know if you go downtown 
unless that's something that you immerse yourself with, and, and this isn't a dig at anyone who's like homeless or, or in any of those senses, but you know, you're not necessarily just going to be compelled to sit down beside a homeless person and communicate with them, right? Your vibration is going to be in a different place, unless of course that homeless person is just living out the most radiant life they could live as, as homeless, right? Because there are many of them, and I have met them. But for the ones that are really in deep levels of sorrow, in this case, related to spirit, if they were in a deep, deep level of sorrow and they really disconnected from their lives or, you know, performed awful things, I was never able to communicate with them. And I learned that the more that I connected with my intuition and even so more so with God. In my second pregnancy, I really understood how well I can create, manifest. And this isn't because I'm a... Pisces, Sagittarius moon, whatever astrology. It's not because I'm a manifesting generator, whatever, with human design. It's not because I'm an EMFJPT, whatever the letters are with personality test. It's because I just started to understand me. And that really created such a deeper ability to walk in my life with confidence. So I had to learn to walk with courage and access understanding me and communicate to be able to actually have confidence in what I'm doing. And that was really powerful because I feel like within society where we have all these, uh, we want to displace the human spirit. Oh, I'm, um, I'm gonna sound ignorant when I say this because I can't remember what it is, but LGBTQAI, all the letters, right? Or, you know, I'm, uh, I saw this one woman on TikTok and she was like, I'm a, um, I can't remember all of them, but it was like, I'm a non-binary, um, anxious, demon, some, there's like 13 different things of how she was identifying herself. And in society right now, we're saying this is normal. And what's really, in my opinion, wrong with that is that it's not normal. You're creating this belief that people are safe to have mental illness. Because when you associate yourself with any type of label, you're going to create that experience for yourself. So if you're a displacement of chaos and unfounded and unpurposeful and anxious-ridden and all these other things, you're now separate. There's no wholeness within you. And so there's this idea that, well, if you add more of these titles on, you're whole. But it's not. It is, in fact, literally, like physically, literally, mentally, emotionally separating you. And your soul is just energy and information. And what you attach to that information and energy is how you're going to live out your life and your reality. That's what you're going to experience. And so we see all these women who are, I'll just stick with women because that's the topic of pregnancy, you know, who are displacing themselves and they're actually, um, oh, what's the word that I want to use? Um, diluting the potency of who they were just designed to be, right? Since when is it wrong or bad or not good to actually just be okay with who you are? And I think that this being a very controversial topic, so if I trigger anyone, you know, this is really an opportunity for you to look at where you're displacing your own power, where you're trying to find wholeness in so much separatism of yourself because a woman is designed to be able to bear children. And though, of course, no, that's not everyone's story, that's not always the case, you're still ingrained with that innate ability to have this intrinsic nurturing um, connection. Like motherhood intuition is still a part of you, whether you can have that child 
naturally, whether you adopt it all, whatever, right? You still have it and you can still access it. And for males, it's different. But, but even in that, that sense, there's still the same problem of the separatism. separatism. That's like, hey, that's okay. It's like, it's not because you see more people displaced in their lives and life and chaotic than ever before. So you can't tell me that where that didn't exist in our history, where people were more founded in at least determination to pursue better, to where we're at now and people are very much separate in their reality and just conflicted and confused all the time and stopped committing suicide and all these problems, right? It's like, you look at the contrast of 10 years before and where we're at now, there's a clear imbalance. And so you ask why. And when you're that displaced in your energy, you can't be connected to your intuition because you have so much, so many stories and beliefs pulling you into several different realities that it's like, well, where do I find common ground? Where's my neutrality? There isn't one because if you're not this today, you're this tomorrow. If you're not this in this hour, you're this in this next hour. And so even in pregnancy specifically, like you have this, this opportunity to really purge all the stories of who you were to prepare yourself for who you need to be for your baby. And I had this download come in a couple weeks ago as I was sitting puking over the toilet while going the first trimester. And I was like, what? You know, oh, I feel so terrible and this sucks and I hate this. And this, you know, it's like, oh, it never feels good. But then I was like, what is this actually preparing me for? Like, why, why does my body go through this? And if you go through deep cellular healing, oftentimes, depending on how deep the wound or trauma is, kind of bridging into a separate but similar concept, um, you purge, right? So oftentimes, people healing deep wounds, they'll typically tend to throw up. And so in pregnancy, it's the same kind of thing. The only difference is you're not inducing it yourself. It's just a part of the growth of the baby within you. Your body has to prepare to hold the energy of that child. So when you release energy, what are you releasing? I really started to realize that with each one of my pregnancies and constantly uh, constantly having my intuition enhanced as I go through these journeys and apply the tools even out of pregnancy that I was being prepared to change, right? And it seems obvious, but it's like on a metaphysical or a spiritual level or even a metaphorical level, you really are having to evolve into a different person. And just to tie it back to what I was saying about the separatism of ourselves, identifying with all these different factors of our of ourselves, of our identities, is it pulls you out of the ability to actually see that. And you're constantly challenged and struggling with, who am I? Whereas if you're whole and you honor who you're supposed to be in this life, not who you think you're supposed to be or want to choose to be, but who you were designed to be, it's a whole new experience of opportunity and possibility because you have this wholeness already within you, so you're not seeking safety and security and love and validation in being so many other things other than who you are genetically. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And like one word that really came to mind is like the term empath. Like it's become mm-hmm. like, so it's like, oh, I'm an empath. So, you know, oh, I gotta be really careful because I'm an empath because this, that, and the third. And yeah. it's like, or is that just like one of the basic laws of energy that like two unlike frequencies can like, or like, or is it just like, because you're an energy being and you're, can or you're like naturally intuitive and you just can sense what's going on even though is that or like are you 
not wanting to take responsibility are you transferring your energy are you not taking responsibility like okay so maybe that's true maybe that is theirs but like are you not taking the responsibility to transmute that to let it go through you like are you like vibrating at the same frequency are you like residing in the same space to where you connect with that person in that way like there's a lack of responsibility there. Like if you can just say like, oh, I'm an empath, that means that I can kind of get stuck in my darkness or exhibit these like undesirable behaviors of others, but put the blame on somebody else. And, or, you know, or like, yeah, we're humans and we're sentient beings and we can feel what other people are going through without having a conversation, you know? And I had a similar like download about pregnancy and like the pregnancy hormones, like, like the way that women act or in pregnancy, like, oh, that's the hormones or mm, them hormones are just making them act crazy. I'm like that. I will not accept that. Like I cannot accept that. Like this is my first pregnancy, but I'm like, would literally like say something to my partner or just like act in a certain way or just like be overwhelmed with these like feelings and there's like, like lower frequency emotions. And I'm like, who is that? And it would be, and it was so easy at first to be like, oh, that's not me. That's pregnancy. That's the hormones. But like, from what I know about like my energy body, I know that my chakra system like really correlates with my endocrine system, which is responsible for hormone release. So maybe it is coming from the hormones, but that's coming from me. Like there's, if this is being, I feel like my darkness is being purged out of me being like expressed and shown to me so I can look at it and be like, Oh, what is that? Like, where did that come from? Like what belief did that stem from? Like what trauma did that come from? Like, how can I heal that? And I do view it as a purging because like I'm healing myself on like a mental, spiritual, like physical level to, yeah, prepare myself to be like the parent to this child. But it is the purging of all this, like, I mean, because I've, I've, oh my gosh, I have a friend and she's just like so known in her family for just being just like absolutely like horrible in pregnancy. Just like so like just, just, you just don't want to be around her. Just, but like if we could become like more empowered in pregnancy, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a lot of my issue with like, uh, like, um, I don't even know that I'm ignorant here because I don't even know the right words for it because I'm like not even it. But like in the like medical community and like the maternal care, prenatal care space yeah. is like the transfer of energy. Like that's why like I, I'm like just choosing not to put myself in that space because like when it's a space where I don't feel safe and I feel like it's, it's, it's just like a, if you don't be careful, if you're not careful, if you're not grounded in your energy, which I do feel like pregnancy is like a huge like grounding act because you're the birth shaman, you're grounding a new soul into the earth plane. So it's yeah. a lot of being grounded in your energy, grounded in who you are. Like if you are not grounded and embodied in your energy, then it's easy to displace it into your doctor or your midwife or somebody else and like allow them to make decisions for you and how you feel and even like like if I were to tell like a doctor or midwife at least like I'm just acting very erratically or I'm acting like very unpleasantly or like it's not myself like oh it's just the hormones like just be patient ride it out like it'll be fine like (laughs) I'm like but, but me I'm like that's not like I cannot 
be, being a conscious partner, being a conscious lover, like being like a conscious person, like I cannot allow my trauma, my pain to just like be expressed in a way just yeah. so unconsciously to where it creates undesirable experiences for the people that I love. Like I would rather take responsibility and, and I mean, it was a conversation with my partner of like, I, this is how I view it. That I view that this is the darkness being purged out of me. Like I'm on it. I am taking responsibility. I'm on it. But like, I just am asking for a little bit of patience and understanding, like do not take this personally. Cause like, I, I got this, but yeah, that was a huge, that was a huge download of mine too. That I felt like really correlated with the whole like morning sickness. Oh, I'm just throwing up. I'm sick. Cause I'm pregnant, but yeah, like a purging, a preparation and yeah, a groundedness in yeah. pregnancy. Yeah. A grounding yeah. act. I, I absolutely agree. And I find that when you become pregnant, because everything in your body expands, your blood vessels, the volume of blood, your body is physically, right? Emotions, everything's expanded. It naturally heightens your level of awareness if you're willing to accept radical responsibility for it. I really love that you went with that because that's what it is. It's like, we're so quick to blame this person said this, so I'm miserable because of that. Or my hormones are all over the place, so I'm going to be this way. It's like, what if you just are that way? What if it's actually not a problem, though? What if because you're sick, like, you're sick? What if because you're sad, you're sad? What if because everything's triggering you to cry, that you're just crying? Like, why does it have to be this? This is a good or bad representation of me or a blame of something else. And, and I, I think, think that it's really important for anyone who's listening to this, even if you're not pregnant or aren't planning to be anytime soon, it's like if you're constantly placing the blame or the power in somebody else's hands, like what Michaela was saying with, um, you know, if you're not leading with confidence or at least courage or information to know what you want or where you want to go, you're going to put it in the hands of the doctor. And that might not be the best situation for you. And I can say this from personal experience. And again, this being my own personal, personal journey, in both of my pregnancies, that was the case. I did all the all the tests, all the things you're supposed to do with air quotes in my first pregnancy and had an actually really great pregnancy, only to come to find that the doctors were, um, they overlooked my son's severe heart condition. And even once he was born, they still didn't listen to me. And I was like, there's clearly a problem. Like, you can tell he's not breathing. And everyone's like, oh, no, no, like, you're just a new mom, like, this happens. And I'm like, basically, fuck you. I don't care if I am. You can see there's a problem. Like, I don't need to be a doctor to be able to notice. And everybody passed off and took me 12 weeks to get into a pediatrician. And within 20 minutes of her looking at him, he was scheduled for an emergency heart surgery um, within two weeks. And so it's like, uh, my second pregnancy was the same kind of situation. The only difference was throughout the pregnancy, I had a horrible time. My emotions were all over the place. I had sciatica. I was carrying so much water retention in my body. And the doctors, I had so many different doctors. I'd go to different tests, and someone would say, oh, I think there might be a growth problem with the baby. Let's look at this further. I'm, like, panicking. Oh, my God, what do you do? Like, okay, let's get another test. And I'd go in. And then I go for another one and the doctor's like, no, no, everything looks fine. So then I go back to my doctor and I'm like, can you guys figure yourselves out? Like, I want another test now. It's 50-50 split. And she sits there and she looks at me and she's like, 
sometimes you just have to trust the doctor to know what they're doing. And I was like, excuse me, but in my experience, it's the absolute opposite case, and they never know what they're doing, and it's caused a lot of problems for my family. So I will be getting another test. And so because of that, that persistence and that confidence, I got the other test. And then the doctor said, no, actually, everything's not looking fine. So um, I was supposed to go for another, yet another ultrasound, and I was like, at this point, they can't figure it out. I'm going to walk my ass in the hospital, and I'm going to pretend like I'm in labor, and what I'm going to get induced, and we're going to take her out. So it was 36 weeks, and it took me about five days to actually get an appointment in for them to be able to induce me, but I went back every day. I was like, I'm in labor, get her out, I'm in labor, get her out. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're super busy right now, so, like, if you think you can wait, or if you obviously need to come back, come back, but it would just be safer for you if you could come back on the date. So I showed up on that date. They induced me, she came out, she was fine. Um, well, sort of, because they gave me drugs right before my daughter was born that I had told them I didn't want. I didn't want any epidurals, no painkillers. I was just going to deliver her. And they gave him a shot of fentanyl, which is normally given in small doses for pain management. But they gave it to me not even five minutes before she was born. So she came out high as a kite. She ended up coding. They had to resuscitate her twice. And then... And then they decided we should probably do a heart scan because my first child had a heart issue. So there's just so many reasons of evidence why I needed to be an advocate and why I am in this third pregnancy more than ever before. But even in that, I also have the stories running that I can't trust the doctors. I can't trust the experiences. Because I have friends who have gotten midwives and they've been a dream. They're not about Western medicine unless obviously needed, which I agree with. My husband uses it to live. Um, we needed it to survive, like in different cases. So it, it is good to a degree. It's not the first answer in most cases, though. And so I created the stories that I can't trust them, which gave me more evidence to not trust them. And so even like what I was talking about earlier was that when you become aware, you start to have this ability to understand why you experience certain things in your life. And I don't regret or judge any of my experiences because they all helped and happened for me. And they prepared me for each child that I had. I can see within my first pregnancy how my son has a very calm temperament. I can see within my second pregnancy where it's constantly on edge and all over the place where preparing for my daughter because she's all over the place all the time. And then in this pregnancy, I'm finding that I'm just becoming very calm, grounded, and present, and more and more intuitive. And so if I am willing to create the space for myself, manifestations are happening very, very rapidly, and it's really teaching me a lot in this awareness that this is partially what I'm going to learn about my child, and also what I'm going to help them cultivate and manage, right? Like, you have this ability to learn about your child before they even get to this plane, if you're willing to listen, and your intuition is the only way to access that information and be able to connect, and so... When I talk about motherhood being this really beautiful opportunity to understand your potency and potential, this is what I mean. And you don't have to be 10 years in of learning your intuition. You just have to start and just start creating space to listen. Yeah. And I think you said this before too, like just like starting creating space to listen, like just taking that first action, that first jump after listening to intuition and then it like God will come through. Like you will have you will have proof. Like it will work out. And then yeah, it just becomes I mean it, it's 
I like it. I'm like, I guess we're kind of like making it sound easy, but like, yeah, it really can be that easy. Like it really can be that easy is to just like develop an intuition practice, just continually practicing. And you can do that with literally anything or nothing. I was doing a reading this morning and I was at the beginning of all my readings. I'm like, I'm going to be sending you photos of Oracle cards. These are just tools, physical tools. They're beautiful to look at. I feel like sometimes you can look at them. It'll be something will activate within you. Like you'll get a message separate within them. But like I could do this with Oracle cards, no cards, children's flashcards, like literally any anything like I could do the reading from. So like you have so many opportunities to if you want to say that you'll take a 15 minute walk every day and that be your walking meditation, just open yourself up to God. Like every day I'm going to take a 15 minute walk and I'm just going to walk and open myself up and let God come through and let the messages come through and like that's really all you need to do like it can be so easy it can be as complicated as easy as you want to make it but yeah it's definitely a channel it's there for us thank you so much for joining me here today i want to honor your time um can you share with the listeners um ways that they can connect with you deeper Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Michaela, for having me today. This was such a wonderful conversation. And I really hope that anyone listening really got something from this, whether it was insight, perspective, awareness, even triggers, because they're good. They help us understand where we get to lean in and find a deeper level of truth within ourselves. Um, and not in the sense where you necessarily have to agree with what I say or Michaela says, uh, but an opportunity to find deeper neutrality and, and security within what you believe to be true. Uh, so for anyone who wants to connect, I'm always on Instagram and I'm on all things RileyJune.ca, R-Y-L-E-E, June is in the month.ca. That's my website, my TikTok, my Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram, so just come and say hi and let's connect. If you have questions about intuition, I'd love to support you in that. Um, I currently have a program that's going to be beginning April 3rd. It's called The Destiny Moment, and it's really about unlocking all your potency. So if you're someone who feels lost and confused and is constantly in the same cycles of behaviors and patterns and beliefs that make you feel stuck and confined and unworthy, then this is exactly who this program is for. So um, the details are all in my Instagram bio, so you can check that out. And yeah, just come say hi and... Let me know what you thought of the episode. I always love hearing the takeaways. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, I would love to, um, yeah, connect in DMs over these conversations. And if you have listened to this podcast and this is your first time being introduced to Riley and her work, like I would love to hear your takeaways. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. I hope you have a...